so critically acclaimed. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. We are ready to talk about all things tiny, pretty things. Um, I just wanted to say that overall, I had so many issues with this show, and I really did not like it as much as I was expecting to. So for starters, I just feel like parts were predictable, the writing was cringy and not that great, the character development was not where it needed to be, and worst of all, things always went from like 0 to 100. Like I could kind of pick up what they were putting down for some things, but then it just felt like they jumped and they were already at this uh, plot of events instead of it happening in like a natural progression. And I have a few examples of what I'm talking about that I will bring up um, later on, but I just didn't love the show. And I kind of was reading some articles and I'm getting the vibe that it like didn't, wasn't as good as people thought it was going to be. Um, so overall, I just kind of wanted to talk about the ballet culture. So going into the show, I was expecting it to be a dark show highlighting the twisted nature that is ballet, and it definitely did. Between the bureaucratic stuff with the donors paying for access to the ballerinas, which is just disgusting, um, but as they were stating the show, it kind of comes with the territory. Also, the idea of how close these instructors get to the dancers, like touching their bodies, that was evident in so many ways, specifically with Ramon, between him and Delia, and then him and Cassie, him and Bet. like literally all these scenes where they're dancing so closely, and I know like ballet is an intimate style, and it's an intimate art and all of that, and it's this graceful thing, but it's all about the body and stuff, I just feel like there's so much controversy around the like the art form and it's very problematic and it just sucks and that's the whole point is like you're seeing this beautiful graceful thing on stage but in reality there is so much like darkness and um like behavior that isn't as graceful as what you're seeing on stage that's happening behind the scenes um also we hear we see like all about the dancers and what they do to their bodies because they're so focused on being the best dancer and the ballet culture has told them that this is okay and this is how they're supposed to become a better dancer and that's things like Beth dancing through her injury and making it worse and covering it up with painkillers or Oren's eating disorder of binging and purging like that is all expected in the culture you know we saw scenes of them beating up the shoes and they have all these horrible blisters on their feet and that's just what is expected and it's it's such a fascinating thing and I mentioned in part one that I had taken a class in college called ballet culture pain and pleasure and we talked about all of these dance theories about the pain and pleasure of ballet and the whole concept of that ballet is such a beautiful graceful thing you're seeing on stage and then all these like not beautiful and graceful and these painful things are happening like I said behind stage and so we actually specifically talked about it in context of how it's portrayed in tv shows and movies so we watched like um black swan we watched the red shoes we watched billy elliott um i wrote my paper on center stage we watched like a clip of flesh and bone like there was a lot of things and it's funny i actually sent tiny pretty things to my professor and told her it was giving me a lot of flashbacks and everything um but yeah other things is the problem i had with this 
with the show was the same problem that a lot of critics were actually having, as I read in some articles, and that was that they presented all of these issues that happen in ballet culture, but didn't do anything with them to make a greater statement. And I feel like this is most evident with Oren's eating disorder, because first of all, I commended it for not just being like anorexia or bulimia, but specifically being burging, burging, being binging and purging, which isn't shown as much in the media. Like most of the time it's just talking about bulimia and anorexia and not the concept of like, you know, eating a ton shamefully in the dark. Like you see Oren literally sitting in the bathroom stall and I think he's eating like ice cream or cookie dough or something and he's hiding it. And then of course he purges himself. Um, so there was that element of it and the fact that they gave the eating disorder to a guy because that never happens in the ballet culture. Like everyone says, yes, eating disorders can affect both, um, men and women. And of course they do, but always you're hearing about it in the media in reference to a girl having an eating disorder. So I commended the show for giving it to a guy. I mean, obviously I don't want him to have an eating disorder, but they're going to try and show the reality of, of what happens in the world of ballet and they weren't going to just acknowledge that it only happens to girls so I was like good for them for showing that it actually does happen to guys too but then they didn't do anything about it the problem is that they just kind of let it exist and they didn't ever see him you know try to talk about it with anyone or bring it up more and it's like what is the point just to have an element of ballet culture without doing it justice so that was a main issue for it. Also the competition, and this was just, I think, in the writing of the show. Like, yes, we acknowledge that competition is a very important piece of ballet, but I feel like it was too much in this show because I couldn't keep up with who was on whose side. Like between Bet, June, and Nevaeh, half the time they were on each other's side and the other half, it was two against one, but the two against one was always changing which combination it was. So I thought that was really confusing and I didn't love that. Um, so then I kind of just want to talk about all the characters and I'm going to break each one down about how I felt about them from the beginning to end with their storylines and interactions, relationship, all those things. So first we're going to start with Nevaeh. I hated her so much at the beginning and I hated her so much at the end. I have not disliked a main character this much in a long time and I really just hate her. I think she's stupid, naive, stubborn, oblivious, and overall just awful. Like, she starts off as the new girl, and she's got this whole tough attitude going, like she's better than everyone, she doesn't need pity, she knows what she's in for, and she's just not. She doesn't know what she's in for, and I hate that. I also hate that she's got this whole chip on her shoulder because of her mom, but that honestly makes no sense. I get she was upset for bringing the guy into her house to begin with, but then being upset for her, at her mom for protecting them and being embarrassed that she's in jail for what she did, like I don't get where all this self-righteousness comes from. And then the way she's constantly always up in everyone's business, offering up her two cents, like I'm sorry, you're not smart enough to be offering them advice. And also, you barely know these people. I, I don't understand. Also, I think the whole level of her stubbornness and obliviousness is what I hate the most and kind of what makes me feel like the show is poorly written. And here is my example. 
When Nevea finds out what is happening to June and the girls at the Michi Beachy Club and they record Travis and everything happens, Nevea is like, we have to take down Madame Dubois. And Bed and June are like, dude, no, we can't. She is the school. The school is our life. The school is going to let us become these ballerinas that we want to be like, we our careers will be over if we try to take her down like you can't just do that and Nevaeh's like watch me and then she goes to the reporter gets the quote-unquote smoking gun she needs and then Madame Dubois finds out so then Madame Dubois calls Nevaeh into her office and basically threatens her and is like yeah I could ruin your career I could take you down and then Nevaeh goes back to the reporter with her tail between her legs being like no you can't publish it my life will be ruined like dude they literally warned you you're just so dumb like I was just sitting there watching this and she like thinks she's all that like watch me like that whole attitude I'm like I hate her so much I think she's a horrible character then at the beginning when her and Nabil were kind of happening I was like ew but also fine because I didn't care for either of them so I'm like okay put them together they're my least favorite characters leave I'll just leave it alone but then in all caps they had to put my least favorite character with my favorite character like no and yes I'll get him t- to him a little bit more but yes Oren is my favorite character and I despise the two of them together and this was one of those things that I mentioned at the very beginning of the episode where where I said that because of the writing and the pl- and the plot line, it went from like zero to a hundred. So Nevea first came to the school. Oren and Bet were obviously together, and because Nevea and Oren were paired for class, like there was a little bit of attention about their interactions. And I picked up on a few of the lines where maybe like Nevea thought he was cute or said something I don't really know. But then toward the end of the show, they just start hanging out out of nowhere, and then she's like holding his hand and putting her head on his shoulder, and they're just a thing. Like, excuse me, where where did this come from, and how can I return it? Because no, thank you, I don't want on it okay I absolutely despise it and I I I just I have so many issues and then at the very end of the show like how they didn't dance well and uh, with Oren and Nevaeh is saying it's because Oren said I love you and she's like you can't do that to me like girl you need to not let situational factors influence you like that like that just speaks to your own well-being more than anything you cannot blame him for being honest but also what in the world he says I love you they're barely a thing and I know I'm like so animated about this but guys I'm so upset about this like I don't understand why they're a thing and why they would ever be one I don't think anyone likes it okay Then let's talk about Bet. So I feel like she's pitted as the villain for a good portion of the show, but honestly, I see her as the most broken, and that makes me as the viewer like feel for her a little bit, and I honestly prefer her to Nevea for sure. Like, I get where she's coming from. Her sister is in the spotlight as the principal company dancer. Meanwhile, she's stuck in school fighting for solos against the other girls, too, and she's constantly being compared to her sister, living in her shadow, and never good enough. And that totally relates to her personal relationships as well, because we see that with Oren and the fact that she was cheated on, so it's like she was never good enough for him, either because like he had to go elsewhere um, and all that, but we're going to get into that later, too. Also, I totally called her relationship with Mateo. Like, the second he came to her to help her out with the door and gave her the poster for his, like, open mic night, whatever it was, I was for sure like, okay, she's the mean girl right now, but he's gonna be the, it's gonna be the type of scenario where she meets the guy who's not from her world, and he, whom, he humanizes her and, like, calls her out on, um, everything and, like, pushes back on her, whereas no one in her world will do that. 
But this was another example of one of those moments where it went from zero to 100. Like they kind of just started dating out of the blue. Like she was very comfortable just going to him for drugs at the beginning and then meeting his family. And then, okay, now she's staying with them. It just seemed off. Like there wasn't that natural progression where I feel like they're interact, like they're just acquaintances. And then they have this big moment where he calls her out on everything and then she realizes that she can stop hiding the truth or something like I feel like that is a trope that we see in a lot of other shows and I'm kind of blanking on any examples of it um like I I could think about it in one other perspective like in a movie in the, the movie Footloose I'm specifically thinking about like the remake of Footloose and it's the opposite of the guy and the girl but Ren is the new guy in town and he kind of has a thing for the girl Ariel and she's got like this chip on the shoulder she's like the rebel and without a cause and everything and he kind of calls her out on it and like pushes back on it like I'm not gonna just like sit here and let you be like you like you are and then she allows herself to like break down her walls and be emotional and everything and so I think that's like the similar moment but in the sh- in the movie they have like it's a more natural progression and it leads up to that moment and then they're like a thing whereas this i just feel like it was kind of like again zero to a hundred also with her and mateo like i guess they're a solid thing now and not that i loved orin and bet but i think they still had a strong connection and they cared for each other in some way like it wasn't a to- like totally a bad relationship like for example nathan and peyton at the beginning of one tree hill Um, And that's just a side note, though. I feel like whenever relationships that, like, at the beginning of a show, any relationship that existed from the very beginning of the show, like, literally the first episode, this, there's this couple that have been together for a while, like, I feel like that never lasts. Because also, why would we want that to last? Like, you need new characters, new development, everything. Um, But then with Beth's character also, she makes me frustrated because of her injury. I always hate these situations because I'm just yelling at her, like, you're only making it worse. Okay. So that's that's Bet. Now we're going to get into Oren, so my favorite character. I just love him because he reminds me a lot of Austin from Make It or Break It. Like, I think he, first of all, he looks a lot like him. But also, I think, yes, for sure, he has his own problems. But it seems like he genuinely cares for everyone around him. Like, every other character is shown stabbing someone in the back at some point, except Oren. Also, the whole eating disorder. I honestly don't even understand. Like, I know they said he was fat when he was younger, I guess, but that's also, relatively speaking, in ballet. And it has to do with body dysmorphia. So even though, like, I don't think he looks fat, he himself does. Like, I acknowledge that's a portion of the eating disorder. But what I don't understand is, like, when he goes to do the weigh-in and all those guys are looking at him and calling him fat, and one of the instructors does too at one point, I'm just like, what in the world? Like, first of all, those guys look a lot bigger than Oren, and I really just don't get the point of it. And it just seems, again, like surface-level incorporation of the eating disorder. Also, in terms of the whole Bet and Shane situation, I don't understand, again, what the deal was. Like, is he bisexual? Because it doesn't seem like he's gay, considering his relationship with Bet never seemed like he wasn't interested. And now he's going after Nevaeh, so I don't know. But at the same time, I really do love Shane and Oren's friendship, like specifically that one scene where they go and dance in the park and make some money. They just have a great vibe off of one another. And it's really interesting that they decided to do with it, like what they decided to do with the relationship and incorporating the unrequited love aspect, because I'm really just kind of understanding what, like how it started between them and like why it started and what was like Oren's need for it. Like, I don't understand. Um, So I feel like they didn't properly develop that storyline. 
Then let's talk about Shane. So I also really like Shane, but I hate how much he's constantly belittling, belittling himself and saying he doesn't deserve love or any of these good things to happen to him. Like he is so talented and he needs to gain some more self-confidence, which sucks because I feel like he's constantly boosting everyone else up and calling them out, like being like, you have to be amazing. But like, what about yourself? And then as for him and Dev, I think that's his name. I like them, especially like how it ended. But Shane's a minor, and I'm really surprised that they're not acknowledging that as part of the issue between, like, their relationship. Like, I get the issue that they're focusing on is the fact that Dev was in the closet, and based on his job, he has to hold certain, like, expectations. But Shane's a minor and a student. I don't understand. Like, they're just ignoring it. Okay, let's talk about June. Honestly, I go back and forth with liking her. Sometimes I think she's strong and confident and good for her, and other times she's annoying. I do think she keeps drawing the straw short for sure for everything, and hopefully it's just a matter of time before something good happens to her, but I don't think it will be. As for her and Nabil, I feel like that was going to happen early on since they were partnered together and they had their moments on the roof together. Um, as for the whole emancipation situation, I totally respect because she loves dance and all that. And the interviews with when she was like with the other schools trying to throw them off, those were pretty funny. But then of course we have to talk about the whole Michi Beachy or it's Michi Beach, excuse me, Michi Beach club situation. So after that initial pool scene, then June and Madame Dubois had this scene in the studio where at first I interpreted at like as like Madame Dubois telling June, like, if they push you, you push back, like trying to get her to stand up for herself and encouraging her. But then we learn that Madame Dubois is in on the situation and I'm reevaluating that scene. Like, was the point to threaten her? But how was it a threat? Like, I didn't understand that scene at all. So yeah, also, as I'm saying Madame Dubois a lot, all I'm thinking of is Doobie Dubois from like Halloween, like Hoobie Halloween. So if anyone else gets it, I'm right there with you. Then Nabil. I hated him at first, and I, but then I feel like he was the only character that saw some character development, but it wasn't that much. But I definitely liked him more at the end of the show than I did at the beginning of the show. I thought he was really creepy at the beginning, especially like him with Nevea, like potentially going after her. Um, it was weird though how like they kissed in front of Cassie, like weird. I also feel like with Cassie in general, the whole coma situation, like all of these characters never know that the comatose patient can hear them. And it's always such a thing in all these shows. Like they heard all these secrets and like Cassie said, it was like a confessional. Um, so it's always really funny. And then him and Cassie, I feel like they don't see, I don't see how they were ever a thing because like Allie from Pretty Little Liars, Cassie has that vibe of being the it girl who was really spontaneous and adventurous and hates boring things and is constantly like just putting herself out there and trying new things and everything. But it feels like Nabil is boring and seems like nothing special. So I don't understand how they were like a couple. Um, then let's talk about Caleb. I didn't really understand his character at first, like being so disgusting to Nabil. Like I didn't stand for that. But in the end, they gradually came to this friendship and I'm kind of here for it. Also at the beginning, he was really sketch in terms of making these elusive comments about Madame Dubois and their relationship. And I totally called it from like the second I saw him like with her or anything that they were having an affair. Like it was totally obvious. But then again, it wouldn't be a teen drama without a student teacher relationship, which is gross, but like it happens. Um, and then that honestly just brings me to the bigger picture of Madame Dubois and the ending of the show. 
I don't understand how Madame Dubois, who was a dancer herself and went through all the forms of abuse that exist in a ballet, only to then become the head of a school and she could actually have an impact and say and have a say in these things and ensure that what happened to her doesn't happen to this new generation of dancers. But then she decides to go against that and just continue and let the cycle repeat itself. I don't understand. And I, I did love the scene when they all dance at the end and they play the recording. That was epic. Um, and then just some other random moments that I just took note of. So the fact that Mateo got into a fight with the dancers in the second episode only to then become a love interest, like I totally forgot that that's how they met until the very end of the show when Shane had an issue with Mateo sitting there like watching them perform. Like I just, I, it was weird. And again, another like zero to 100, not ending and like tying up loose ends before moving on to other things. Also, just speaking of that scene, I loved that they had Harry Styles adore you. Um in there like that was great such a great song and also just the performances in general were great and i wish we get to see like more um traditional ballet but that's just me personally i like more traditional ballet like as opposed to all this like contemporary dark stuff but that's the show um then in terms of like i know it's ballet and it's a sport and it's a more like intimate sport but the level of comfort that the dancers have with their bodies like they sit in the saunas naked with everyone walking in and out like guys and girls are not separate uncomfortable also in like the very first episode i think they just go into the pool all naked like why is this a thing of collective skinny dipping it just makes me uncomfortable and then i don't even know also in case you were wondering and it bugged you But if you thought Tori, the woman who manages the dorms, looked familiar, you're right, she is. And that's because she played in the movie Twitches, like the Disney Channel original movie Twitches, as Alex's friend who she lives with and works at the diner. Um, So if you remembered her from that, like that's where it is. Because I was like watching and I saw her. I'm like, she looks really familiar. Is she from Twitches? And I was right. So yes. Okay, then I think the show overall was just really cryptic, especially those dreams, like how every other episode, another character had some dream with Cassie and something happens to them with like roses around and they're speaking to like the greater issue that their character is battling like internally. Like I just thought it was very weird and I didn't like it. Um, also, like I said at the beginning of this episode, this brought up a lot of flashbacks to my class, especially all of the voiceovers, because they would just talk about ballet as a whole, and I always just thought that was interesting to, like, frame the story of all the characters and what's happening, um, in their lives to then, like, the overall, like, concepts in ballet. I did like that. Um, another very uncomfortable thing was just Ramon as a whole, like the fact that he's an instructor, but is so close with all these students from that scene where him, Shane and Delia are in the sauna and he's just standing there naked and is telling Shane about swagger, like uncomfortable. Then when he is there and Bet proposes the threesome, like I don't understand why he's not like being more like if he's an instructor, he's supposed to be establishing more of like a like a line between student and instructor and it just wasn't a thing and that whole threesome potential um like scene was just I was like good god this is so uncomfortable and then 
last thing really, I didn't really care for Sienna's storyline. She was a very bland character and I felt like she was just adding this layer of bubblegum encouragement. Like, don't let them steal your shine. Like, you can do it. Like, Nabil, you have to show them what you're made of. Like, that was so annoying. I hated her. And then Caleb's accent just made me uncomfortable too because he's like Southern, but like, where did that come from? And then as far as like how the show ended, I'm totally here for the doctor, I forget his name, and Mr. Brooks, his husband, to take over the school, but they would be like good, so then there'd be no drama and then no show. But I don't want them working with Madame Dubois because they're good and they need to stay good. Also, why is Caleb still on Madame Dubois' side? Like I thought they were over, especially like with her being with um, Ramon, and it's just... I got all sorts of Mrs. Robinson vibes from her, like, from The Graduate for, like, obvious reasons, but, like, then even more from just, like, the fact that these are her students. Um, like, it's not even just, like, an older woman with a younger man. Like, Ramon was her student at one point. Caleb's her student. Like, all these things. It's just, like, repet- repetitive. Then I really thought it was obvious that Ramon and June's mom had some kind of connection, but I did not expect it to be that he's June's father. Um, I'm really intrigued to know why Cassie didn't sell out Delia for pushing her. And it's like, I get why they're doing with Bet from like their, her family's perspective, because Bet is a minor, like that makes sense. But why, like, why is Cassie going along with it? And then finally, of course the show ended with a murder because they need a whole new cycle of who done it. And then that kind of just leaves me to the overall like impression of the show. I don't really have any fun facts other than the fact that the show is based on a book series. So there's more content for like the show to continue. But my overall impression of the show is that I didn't love it like I thought I would. I feel like they are pushing all the characters in places that I don't like at all. And I feel like if it gets renewed, the only reason I would probably continue watching is to find out what happened to Ramon and the mystery of everything in the show. But I really don't care for majority of the characters or their storylines. And I don't feel like the stories are compelling as like compared to other shows. So while I was eager to discuss this one and I'm like glad I I was just another show to cross off the list and everything, um, I will say that it was a bit of a letdown and I honestly wouldn't really recommend it um like there are way better options so that's my impression of tiny pretty things i don't know if maybe you feel the same way because i feel like majority of the people do like i didn't hear a lot about it when it was first airing and when i say like i didn't hear a lot about it i just feel like on social media like specifically tiktok that's how i know when shows are trending like i knew julie and the phantoms was trending bridgerton was trending all that but i didn't see anything about tiny pretty things when it first dropped on netflix so i don't know if like people aren't loving it although some people on my instagram stories when i was saying like all the shows that are on my to watch list a lot of people like said that you should watch that i should watch tiny pretty things next so i guess there are some fans out there and i know again it's based on a book series so i'm sure there's um a book fandom as well but otherwise that's it and i'm eager for next week's episode because i'm sure i'll do another show i don't know what show i'm gonna do maybe i'll do an oldie like maybe not one that's currently on air still um, because there are still a few older shows on my list that i haven't gotten to yet or maybe in the next week i'll watch a bunch of news and shows i don't really know we'll see but otherwise, if you're not following me already, please do so at Not So Critically Acclaimed, both on Instagram and TikTok. Also, I would love it 
if you could rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen. Especially leave a review because I would love to hear um, feedback about um, what you think of the podcast and any changes or suggestions you may have. I'm happy to hear that. My DMs are open. Also, I have a suggestion form in the link in my Instagram and Um, TikTok bios and it's basically a Google form where you can just suggest a TV show that might be coming up soon that you think I would like and I should watch and then talk about on the podcast or maybe it's an older show and I just haven't done it yet or maybe you want to see another type of movie list like maybe movies it's going to be Valentine's Day in a few weeks like maybe you want to hear about the best Valentine's Day movies to watch with your um, significant other or if you're single you know we can do all sorts of things so just always let me know happy to hear your thoughts and otherwise i'll talk to you guys next week so thanks for listening bye